0: welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha we're glad you've joined us today get ready for some kingdom conversation now here's your host lakeisha m johnson good morning good morning welcome welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha hope you got your coffee my coffee is almost gone (laughs) Normally, I don't get to finish my coffee in the morning. This morning, my coffee is almost gone. So this is a, my Paris cup. I can't remember who sent me this cup, but it might have been Chala. But um, this is my Paris cup this morning. I definitely am taking myself to other countries uh, in my mind and having dreams and visions of being in other places and vacation. Hey, Kalisha, how you doing? Glory to God, Deshaunna. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your husband is at home. My God, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you for that testimony. My God, thank you. We've been praying for him. So I love to hear when um, our prayers are being answered. Like our prayers are being answered. So we love to hear that. I'm just super grateful for that. What's your brother need prayers for? Come on. Y'all got to give me more. Y'all got to give us so we can stand directly in the gap for those people. Give us a scripture you're standing on. If you don't have a scripture, we stand on. If it's healing, whatever it is, we want to stand in the gap for you. God is so awesome. Um, Deshaunas' cousin have been dealing with coronavirus. And so we thank God for being his healer. And we love... uh, I love to all, oh, okay, get you a good cup of coffee when you're at home, okay. <laughs> good morning, welcome, I see y'all coming in, y'all loading in, God is so awesome, he is so faithful, We, he is faithful, he is faithful, he is faithful, he is so, so, so faithful. Father God, we love you, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you, and we magnify you. We got some stuff to chew on this morning, so as we hey baby <laughs> i miss my babies oh hey um we got some stuff to chew on this morning so we're going to pray and we're gonna get started and we're gonna start eating on a new chapter we're in a new chapter we got a new study um and so we're definitely gonna be chewing on that and studying on that hey angela jenkins hey carol kings do me a favor go share the video right now go invite somebody in go put uh, this in someone's inbox. We are just going to declare, hey, Olandria. We are just going to declare um, the name of God. We're gonna declare the name of Jesus. Hey, I mean, we're just gonna do it. Hey, Brittany McFadden, I miss you. My God, we are just so grateful and thankful. Uh, for all of you who are coming in, and those my Instagram people who come in a little bit later, and those of you who watch us from the website and those of you who uh, listen to us later on on YouTube and those of you who listen to us via podcast. We are on every on about 11 different stations and so some people catch us later on podcast. So for those of you that catch us on podcast as well, thank you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's not the gospel of Lakeisha. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and God is so faithful. And this is our community, and we are just anchored in Him, and we trust God, and we believe God, and we love God, and we know that God is absolutely everything for us. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Just do me a favor go share, go put it, go invite someone in. Um, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. You know what, Brittany? Yes, but I was thinking about just how good God has been to you. Like I was I' was thinking about his goodness for you. I'm like, the wreck happened. God restored you with the car. He answered your prayer request. God gave you a job in a season. Uh um God gave you a job in a season that it it just seemed unlikely. And I was like, Lord, thank you for everything that you're doing in Brittany's life. And for grooming her and for de- developing her into the woman of God you call her to be. We'll definitely play for, pray for Jesus' restorative power, Terry, in your brother's life. We just thank and know God to be healer. And we just thank him for his resurrecting power. Um, good morning, good morning. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, chala. I see y'all coming in. We can ready to get started. Y'all ready? We said all our good mornings, our welcomes. I thank you. We're going to bless the name of God. We're going to pray and we're going to chew on this word today. Go ahead and invite somebody And in. I see y'all sharing. Thank you for sharing right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We just thank you for who you are. We thank you, Father God, that you are ruler over everything. And we just thank you this morning, Lord God, for our temples. And we know that our temples are the temples of the Holy Ghost, Father God. So first of all, we want to repent. We want to repent, Father God, for anything, any sin that we've committed against you or any sin we've committed against anyone else, sins that we committed knowingly or unknowingly, Lord God. We just ask that you search the deep places of our heart, Father God, so that we can come to know you better, so we can come to understand your character, so that we can rise above our own madness, rise above the noise, rise above the voices rise above the doubt, rise above the fear, rise above the worry, rise above anything that could be stagnating or keeping us from you, anything that could keep us from walking into the fullness of who you called us to be, Lord God. We just surrender to you this morning, and we surrender to you, Holy Spirit, and we declare today, Holy Spirit, have your own way, Lord God. Have your own way. We thank you, Lord God, as we are working out our salvation, that you are standing in truth for us, and we thank you, Father God, for those that need healing, Lord God, that you are the healer, that you are the one that will heal, that you are the Jehovah, you are are God. You are God alone, Lord God. We thank you. You were already bruised for their iniquities. You were already chastised for their peace. You took it all upon you and by your stripes they are healed. We thank you for supernatural healing. We thank you for restoring eyesight for you said you would give the blind eyes to see, Father God. We thank you for preparing performing miracle signs and wonders daily in our life. We thank you for doing the unseen and what seems impossible for you are God alone and we stand in that truth, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, for our ministering angels encamped around us today, Lord God. We thank you. You are our shield and our protector. You are our fortress, Lord God. We thank you for grace and we thank you for mercy and we thank you for love and we thank you for peace and we thank you for justice. This more, my God, and we thank you, Lord God. We are anchored in your truth. Pull the scales off our eyes, Lord God. I open the ears open our ears so that we have ears to hear, Father God. Make our tent, our heart and places in our hearts soften, Lord God, so that we're able to receive the word of God, Lord God, for you said whatever is in our heart, Lord God, is going to come out of our mouth. So we thank you, Lord God, that you are the only thing in our heart, Father God. We thank you, Lord, even when you chastise us, even though it feels uncomfortable, we know it is necessary. We thank you, Lord God, we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony Father God and we testify Father God to Jesus we testify to Jesus we thank you for the power and the infilling of the Holy Spirit that is drawing us to know who Christ is and we thank you for your love your grace your mercy Father God we thank you Lord God for our daily portion, giving us our daily bread. We thank you Lord God that your kingdom come in earth as it is in heaven. My God, we need your kingdom in our lives. We need your kingdom in our health. We need your kingdom in our finances. We need your kingdom in our relationships, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, we thank you for daily bread, Lord God. We thank you for liberally supplying all our needs according to your riches and glory. We thank you, Lord God, for the perfect plan for our life. We thank you, Father God, that justice is being served, Lord God. you thank you, We thank you that you gave us the authority over serpents, over demons, Father God. You told us whatever we bound on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever we loose on earth will be loose. So in the name of Jesus, we cancel every assignment. We bind up every principality, every stronghold, everything that has been exalting itself against God in our minds, in our time, and in our relationship. We Pull those strongholds down right now. We're casting away wicked imaginations, Lord God. And we're only choosing to think on those things that are pure, that are lovely, that are noble and of good report, my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. You are sovereign. You are just. You are fair. You are loving. You are kind. You are merciful. You are full of grace. You are full of mercy. You are full of love. You are full of compassion. You are full of understanding. I thank you, Lord God, that you understand us when no one else does, when no one else gets us, when no one else knows us when no one else can figure us out that you understand us because you knew us from the beginning and you knew us from the end father god you told us we only need to have the faith of a mustard seed lord god it's potent it's powerful lord god If we would just believe, we would have the authority to speak to mountains and cast them in the sea. So we speak to our mountains of debt and we cast them in the sea and we speak to poverty and we cast it in the sea and we speak to doubt and we cast it in the sea and we speak to worry and we cast it in the sea and we speak, Father God, to unforgiveness and we cast it into the sea, Father God, because in the name of Jesus, we will have victory over it all. We thank you, Lord God, that we are settled in you, we are anchored in you, we are anchored in your truth, and we thank you just as a servant. We plead the blood of Jesus over Jackie today, Lord God, we thank you as she goes in for her procedure. The angels are encamped all around her. Father God, we thank you that they are in the room with the surgeons that with the nurses. we thank you you are sanctifying the hospital room right now in Jesus name. We thank you your glory and your justice is prevailing Lord God. We thank you Father God that you are on the throne. We thank you Father God for mercy for you said you give us brand new mercies every day. Thank you for liberally supplying all our needs according to your riches and glory. In Christ Jesus. My God, I thank you for multiplication of our seed sown, Father God. My God for you said what that God is not my, whatever we sow, we will reap, Father God. So every time My God, I received that by faith. When God, I received that by faith. Every seed that we have sown into the kingdom is being multiplied, increased, and given back to us. We thank you for increasing our finances, Father God, so that we can supply the kingdom more, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for supplying us with seed. You said you'd give seed to the sower. I thank you for supernatural amounts increasing in our accounts, Lord God. I thank you for stewardship and Good financial practices, Lord God, and I thank you, Father God. We are operating in kingdom finances, Lord God. I thank you for giving seed to the sower. I thank you for opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing on your people, Father God, that they don't even have room for it. That doesn't make sense, Lord God. Show yourself strong to be in our lives in the area of our finances, so that we can do more for you, Lord God. I thank you for 100% tithers, Lord God, that all your people have a spirit to give, Lord God, and that they are 100% tithers. I thank you for our 100% givers. I thank you that our community of believers d- operates in kingdom principles and kingdom finances, Lord God. I thank you. You are opening doors that no man can shut, Lord God, and you are making a way out of no way. What seems like impossible is impossible for you, and I thank you for accountability and higher levels of stewardship, Lord God, that they will honor you And everything they will honor you with their first fruits that they will not deny you that they will not lie to you lord god i thank you lord god that they are honoring you in Thought, indeed, and, and action. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. I thank you that you open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for being healer. 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 We thank you for healing Wendy and Pat and Andrea and Arrow, Lord God, and Lamont, Lord God, and we thank you, Father God. You are healer. We thank you for your healing power right now in the name of Jesus. How? We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. My God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for healing Tamika, Lord God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you. You are honoring our request, Father God, for you said enter into your gates with thanksgiving and enter into your courts with praise so here we are before you daddy god asking you to judge in our favor asking the east wind to judge coronavirus asking the west wind to blow on your righteousness lord god we stand in need of nothing, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we stand in need of nothing. We thank you that the ministry and angels are going and pulling in our harvest now from the north, south, east, and west, Lord God. We thank you that we are satisfied by the fruit of our lips, Lord God, and we repent for losing using loose words, Lord God. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your majesty. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your honor. We thank you, Father God. We are loving. We are kind. We are responsible with the people that you've given us to love, Lord God. We thank you that we consider others above ourselves, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We are not selfish, Lord God. And we thank you for ownership of land, of property, Lord God, of buildings, Lord God. We thank you that the wealth transfer is happening now and coming into our hands. We thank you property is coming to us right now stuff that don't make sense that doesn't add up lord god but you are putting it in our hands so we can do more for your kingdom lord god we thank you justice is being served we petition you today oh daddy we stand at your courts lord god proclaiming declaring father god decreeing and thanking you in advance for opening up the windows and pouring out blessings upon us that does not make sense my god i thank you my god i thank you my god i thank you i thank you for your glory. Glory, show us your glory. Let us manifest your glory. Let us live in your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us talk. Let us do business. Father God, I lift up every business owner, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that their applications, come on now, if they've applied for an application, whether it's a nonprofit or not, through SBA, I thank you, Lord God, that their applications are granted and approved right now in Jesus' name without delays, that they will receive expedient turnarounds, thank you you are releasing supernatural blessings in the atmosphere checks in the mail bills paid off debts demolished royalties received i thank you for every publishing company and every publisher and every author that books are selling lord god I thank you father god i thank you father god i thank you you for lmj inkton i thank you for lmj ministries i thank you lord god that you are redeeming the time And that you are rebuking the devourer for our sake, Lord God. That we stand in need of nothing, Lord God. That we stand in need of nothing. I thank you for liberally supplying all our needs. Great is your faithfulness. 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 I thank you for my mother. I thank you for my father. I thank you for my siblings. I thank you for my cousins, Lord God, and my extended family, Lord God. I thank you. You are moving on their behalf, Lord God. Thank you. You are moving in their life, Lord God. I thank you. Justice is being served, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Right now, in Jesus' name, Father God, we need you. We need you. We thank you for healing our land, Lord God. We thank you for being in the hospitals, Father God. We Thank you for being in the courtrooms, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for miracle signs and one. We thank you for supernatural strength and grace and peace and love today, Lord God. We thank you you are abiding amongst us, Lord God. We thank you for giving us ears to hear and that we will not be wise in our own eyes. We thank you, Lord God, and we fear the very presence. We shun the very presence of evil, Father God, my God, my God, my God. I thank you, Lord God. We will not give over to diverse temptations. We cast down every spirit of haughtiness, every lying spirit, every troublesome spirit, every soothsayer, every witch, every warlock, and we bind you back to the pits of hell. We cast down every generational curse, anything that has ever been spoken of our lives. We pluck it up. We pull it out. We uproot it right now. I don't care if it was something said a few minutes ago, Lord God. We pluck it up. We pull it. We uproot it right now. We cancel the assignment on our lives in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God. We live fruitful lives because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Uh, so we lift up our children right now to you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for those seniors who are not able to participate in graduation and prom. We thank you, Father God, that you're healing their hearts, that you're with their parents, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for victory on their behalf, Lord God. We Thank you that you're opening up doors to get into the colleges or to start the businesses or to go into the trade. We thank you, Father God, you're opening up doors just because of their faithfulness that doesn't make sense. We thank you, you're giving resources to parents. My God, I thank you, Lord God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you that justice is served. We thank you, Father God, our children operate in optimal health, Lord God. And I want to lift up parents whose kids who have been diagnosed with ADHD or other disabilities, but it's specifically ADHD, I thank you. Their bodies are transforming. My. God, into the image of Christ, Lord God. I thank you they will not be ruled by emotions. I thank you, Lord God, that they are eating correctly. I thank you, Father God, that justice is being served on their behalf. We cast down the spirit of intimidation. We cast down, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of fear. We just cast down the spirit of worry. We cast down the spirit of doubt Lord God. And we just thank you Lord God and we just long to be in your presence and we thank you for Jesus. 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 We thank you you that justice is served and you are reigning in our favor because you are the one true king. You are the one Lord. You are the great I am. You are the prince of peace my God. And we just enter into your courts, Lord God and thank you Lord God We thank you for profound revelation, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, you are prolific. We thank you, Father God, for understanding like never before. We thank you, Father God, for divine downloads and wisdom that can only come from above. We thank you, Lord God. We sanctify you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you for a corporate anointing. On this devotional today, we thank you we operate in one on one accord and prayers are being answered. And no demon, no devil, no soothsayer, no doubter can hinder any prayer that was released today. We stand together corporately and communally in faith. In faith, the Father God, I lift up Tammy's new grandson. I thank you, Lord God, that you are with him and with her daughter. I thank you. Truth and justice and love is prevailing, and the angels are encamped around him. I thank you, Lord God, that he will reach every developmental milestone, Lord God. I thank you that the spirit of the Lord is upon him, Lord God, and that he will lead a generation. I thank you for the power in his life, the power to produce wealth, the power to build for kingdom, i thank you for your glory i thank you for your glory lord god i speak to every barren woman every woman that desired to have a baby and has not been able to have one and i thank you you are fertilizing their womb my god that a seed will be planted so richly so richly lord god to open their wounds up in the name of jesus we thank you that a seed will be planted so richly, Father God, and we take this and we receive all of this by faith for the for you said without faith it's impossible to please you, and we thank you for your glory, we thank you for your glory, we thank you for your glory, and justice is being served we thank you for your glory, we thank you, 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 my God, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, 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 Lord, we thank you, Father God, we thank you, Lord we thank you we thank you we bless you we praise you we magnify you fire speak to us today O lord give us revelation knowledge in your word let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight we thank you you are our strength and you are our redeemer bless your word today bless your people today give them ears to hear i thank you a fresh anointing falls on this devotional one that destroys yokes of bondage of sickness and disease breaking and tearing down strongholds my god anything that exalts itself against yours we thank you father god strongholds are being torn down right now we thank you we operate in the mind of christ we thank you, Lord God. We operate in the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take our Psalms 91, y'all ready? Let's take our Psalms 91. It's a perfect atmosphere for us to take our Psalms 91. Father God, Lakeisha, Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, and Janie, and Derek. Father God. All my siblings, LMJ Ministries team, LMJ Ministries prayer team, Father God, LMJ Ministries covenant partner, the city of Little Rock, Mayor Frank Scott, the state of Arkansas, Mayor Asa Hutchinson, the 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 United States of America, President Trump, the Senate, the Cabinet, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over them today, Lord God. My neighborhood, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that I stand in the gap for them. Those who live in the, all my cousins, my extended family, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Um. Uh, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished if you make the lord your refuge if you make the most high your shelter no evil will conquer you no plague will come near your home for he will order his his angels to protect you wherever you go they will hold you up with your hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone you will trample upon lions and cobras you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet the lord says i will rescue those who love me i will protect those who trust in my name When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. You are our greater witness. I thank you for power. I thank you for strength. I thank you that justice is being served and it is served in our favor. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, what a mighty God. Can you just give God some praise? What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty, mighty, mighty God. What a mighty, mighty God we serve. You are so faithful, Lord God. You are so, so faithful. What a mighty God we serve. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. Whew, whew, whew. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Coffee and Conversations Woo! That's how I feel Woo! Uh, Welcome to Coffee and Conversations um, there, there, I, 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 It just comes a place where I know where I'm praying from and it just it just pushes me into a different realm so thank you Lord God we thank you for your word Lord God we thank you for all you are we thank you that your name is matchless your name is matchless and you are king of kings and you are the, my God Woo! the Holy Spirit is at work. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I got to make sure I say that. It just pushes me into a place, pushed into his presence. And I'm just grateful to be in his presence this morning. And I hope that you are as well. My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm Thank you. My God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Yeah. Mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. That was good. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Can you just, after that prayer, can we just pause for just a second and just let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart? He will. And if he reveals anything to you, just write it down. If it's something you want to share, feel free to share it. But let's just be quiet for just a second because there was something to that prayer. Answers were released in that prayer. I know that. Answers were released in that prayer. Truth was given in that prayer. Anxiety was washed away in that prayer. Fear left in that prayer. Joy came in that prayer. Peace came in that prayer. Understanding came in that prayer. I felt that. I felt, I felt that. I felt, I felt a change come. I felt a miracle happen. I felt it. I felt justice being served. So would you just take a minute, just sit there just a second in his presence, And just receive of him today. Father God, we just receive of you today. We receive your Holy Spirit. Mm. We rest in your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. That's what it's like when we just let, yeah, that's good. That's what it's like when we just drink of the living waters, right? So we are drinking of the living waters. Let's just drink of the living waters. Let's drink Him in. Let Him, that's good, Meredith. Reassurance, yeah, that's good. Courage was given. That's what it's like when we just pause for a second and Drink of the living waters. Just drink him in. Let him minister to your spirit. Don't be afraid to fall out on your floor and do things that you've never done before in your relationship with God. To, be, uh, to build an altar, to be prostrate before God, to be in a position where you empty yourself out when you say, God, I am absolutely like nothing without you, nothing compared to you. And when you are empty, God will fill you he will fill you up. He will fill you up. He will fill you up. God will fill you up when you are empty. He will fill you up, right? He will fill you up. So we just grateful to God and we just thank him for being all knowing, all seen. I, I I expect miracle signs and wonders and testimonies and prayers to be answered. Why? Because he said the prayers of the righteous availeth much. But he also said this most most significant thing. If you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. If you seek me first. If my people who are called by my name will repent, humble themselves and pray. I promise you I'll heal their land. I'll heal their marriages. I'll heal their children. I'll, I'll restore them. I promise if they'll humble themselves and pray, I'll be daddy. I'll be God. I'll be the living father. I'll be active. I'll be activated in their life. If they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and repent I promise you I'll do some supernatural things in their life things that men can't understand things that are not made up things that can only be remember faith is not what you can do some of y'all been working hard all your life some of y'all don't work two or three jobs and you thought that was it you thought that was God and God is like faith is not what you can do Not not, faith is not what you can do. And even if God provided the opportunity, you can't become so comfortable in that, that you don't seek God or seek the face of God for more. You cannot become complacent in where you're at because there's so much more to God. There's so much in learning the attributes of God. Remember, he is your beginning and your end. He designed you. He created you for purpose so you can't get complacent in what you do if you think it's about your work you've misunderstood god already if you think it's about your job, you've misunderstood God already because Timothy reminds us, you don't know what may happen. Life is like a vapor. You don't know what happen, may happen tomorrow, right? If you think it's about you, if it's either, he reigns on the just and the unjust. That's why I pray for my neighbors, whether they're saved or not. I need him to reign on the just, right? And now just to reign on the just. So he will... He is he is the provider. He is the provider. And we will be in labor or slaves to something that doesn't even make sense. And God is like, I never, ever created you guys to be workaholics and workhorse where you got more time for work than you got more time for me. I ain't never created y'all like that. That's that stuff that y'all do on your on your own. And if you're called into purpose, it still would look different. It'll look like sweatless effort, right? And you'll be balanced in it. God is not gonna pull you into something where you're coming out of where you're out of balance. When you're out of balance, that is not God. When you have more time for other things than you have for God. You're not in balance. You're not in balance. And the enemy will make you think it's all God because you're squeezing and fitting God in i don't know who that's for it's a multitude of y'all because you squeeze you done squeeze you fit god in you fit him a little bit in in the morning you fit him in later and somebody like well i gotta i gotta work you gotta do god more than you gotta do work because faith ain't what you can do if it was about what you can do then you don't have no need for god and some of y'all been working yourselves tirelessly overwhelming tirelessly and some of y'all need to go to work right but some of y'all been working yourself tirelessly type stuff that don't make sense don't two three four five six seven hustles But well, we gotta have multiple streams of income do you know when it's god it'll all flow together I- i'm the living witness i'm the living witness it, I'm, and, it, and it's just if you call me, email me, message me, I'll give you the witness. I'll tell you the house. It'll all work. It, like it all will work together. Like it'll all flow together. It all goes together. God ain't never called you to be all over the place. That is not of God. Because when I all when I all over the when I all over the place like when I'm all over the place. It, it looks differently. Like, it looks differently. So God didn't call you to be all over the place. But we'll justify it and we'll say it, it does not feel like work, Jeanette. It does not. I, I, I promise it does not. I'm your living witness. It never feels like work. I, all that I do does never feel, never feels like work. You will be amazed at the things that I get accomplished in the day you will be amazed at the stuff that I get accomplished you will be amazed at at what the Holy Spirit does through me and I don't do it anytime I try to do it in my own strength I feel the I feel the wear out every time I operate in the according to God's plan for me it feels I don't I never people are like don't you get tired of teaching don't you need a break don't you need a vacation no nope. I don't know I need rest until the Lord say okay I need you to rest I don't I don't, I don't know I need rest until the Lord is like, you need rest. Like you need, you need to rest. You need to rest. You need to take some time and rest. When he tells me to rest, I know that's when I'm supposed to rest. I'm just being honest, but it's because I understood. And I was not that way. I was working 14, 15, 16 hour days for kingdom. And the Lord said, I never called you to work like this. You're trying to work what I gave you. I need you to rest. I need you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I need you to give me more of your time. I need you to enter into my presence. So I became obsessed. That's good. I I became obsessed with the Holy Spirit. I I became obsessed with the Holy Spirit. I know every day I need more and more of the, my obsession right now is with the Holy Spirit. I'm a Holy Spirit obsessed. Like I need the Holy Spirit. I need to count on you. I need to trust you. I need your wisdom. I will make bad decisions if I do this by myself I will think that it's God and it won't be God and it won't even be God it won't even be God it'll be good but it won't be God it'll be good but it won't be God it won't add up to God's riches and glory it'll add up to Lakeisha's riches and glory so you gotta know that right you gotta know that because the enemy like when people say oh I see you busy I'm never busy I'm not busy I'm productive I'm focused. And I tell people that all the time. I am not busy. For me, busy means busy being under Satan's yoke. You can be busy and not productive. I see people all the time busy and not productive. I used to be busy and not productive. You can be busy under Satan's yoke. So when people be like, oh, you busy. No, I ain't busy. I ain't busy. I ain't busy. I'm focused. And I'm focused. My focus is I'm focused on his face. I'm focused on kingdom. I'm seeking the kingdom of God first. That's what Matthew 6 and 33 tells us. Let me seek the kingdom of God first. So if I seek kingdom first, if I'm in his face, if I'm saying, daddy, God, my not not your will be done, but my will be done. And I really wait on him. Come on now. And I really wait on him. Like I really. Really wait on him. I really wait on him. Like I pause and I wait on him. I wait on him in my finances. Come on, y'all. I wait on him. Like I wait on. I wait on him in my finances. I I wait on him in my marriage. I wait on him with my kids. If I wait on him, if I seek first the kingdom of heaven, then he's gonna. He's not gonna let me be wise in my own eyes. He's not. He's not. He's gonna say, "Don't be wise in your own eyes." Don't handle your relationships like this. Don't handle your money like this or do do this. Practice stewardship. God is not going to withhold anything from you that you need. That would not line up with his decrees and words. It says above all, everything desire wisdom, like want wisdom. If you desire and want wisdom or you seek wisdom, you're going to get wisdom. You're going to get wisdom. What does it prove to God to leave you looking foolish? What does he prove prove to God to to leave you looking foolish or to not leave you without the wisdom so when we don't get answers from God it's because we're not listening and it's because we won't slow down and it's because we don't trust him we trust ourselves for answers more than we trust God and we will not get out of the way and God cannot prove himself to be God because we've made our own selves God we won't surrender the circumstance we won't surrender this I know I lived it I lived it. I lived it. I was, I was, I was, I was running, helping run a nonprofit, teaching full time and taking care of my husband. and five kids all at the same time and it was foolish some of the stuff I was doing and I was missing important events and I I was it was foolish like it was foolish because I didn't think what God had given me in that season was important enough and I thought I needed to be working I thought I needed to look successful and I learned more than anything I'm most effective in silence like I'm most effective when I'm moving by this I, It's stuff I'm I'm doing behind the scenes. Somebody may not ever know or never get to see, but it doesn't matter. God sees and knows all. And if I'm working and building for kingdom, nothing else matters. Like nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Right. But it takes a submission to get wisdom. It takes a submission. It takes a humility. It takes a humbleness. It takes an ability to know what, what we need. It takes a silence. It does. It takes a commitment. It takes a decision to get over myself, right? And to know that I don't know. I don't know my best for me. God knows my best for me, right? So when God say, rest, you rest. When God say move, you move. I tell people all the time, I'm a little bit, you know, I came up in the hip-hop era. When God says move, you move. Like, when God moves, I move just like that. When he moves, I move, I move just like that. When God says stay, sit down, sit down. When God says stay, sit I've missed God before or I've presumed what God was saying in the wrong season. I'm just telling you, I, I have. I presumed he was saying something and that's not what he even was saying or he wasn't saying it for now. And so we will tirelessly put forth efforts that don't even come from God. God never meant you to be overworked or tired. That's not eating. That's not God providing. That's us providing for ourselves. And so then when we come to a season where um, we're overworked and overtired, your immune system will be compromised. Every time I have not listened to God to rest, my immune system gets compromised. Every time every time every time i am healthy i do not believe in getting sick when i know i get sick i know i i know i opened a door to sickness not that god caused it i know i opened a door i did not yield to the holy spirit when the holy spirit said okay take this weekend off or rest because my energy and body doesn't feel like i need to rest my body doesn't feel like that my energy levels are high i'm in perfect picture health health my mind is very clear um I don't feel like I need rest. But when the Holy Spirit quickens me and says, okay, I need you to rest this weekend, then you rest. Because then when you rest, you give no room to the devil. You give no room to him. You give no room to him. You are abiding in the shelter when you honor God's request. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. when you understand that it's not on your work it's not on your efforts it's according to the spirit of the living God okay I'm sorry I don't know even where we went. going I don't even know that's what seeking so seeking the kingdom is resting it just looks different like it just looks it looks different and we will make it hard on ourselves when we don't render or submit to God's weighs his thoughts to the holy spirit to way he's leaving us some of y'all i don't i anytime i go in a direction it's because the holy spirit is pulling some of y'all need to some of y'all working yourselves to death you've been working yourselves you've been working yourselves to death taking extra hours taking extra jobs and that's not seeking kingdom. Never asking, Daddy, God, is this what you require? Afraid that you're not going to have enough when the Father of glory ha- has, has a thousand cattle, a thousand cattle, cattles on a thousand hills. When the Father of glory has riches and glory that you can't even see, that you can't even see. God has unlimited ways to provide for you. But in our own strength, we will try to go and get this. We will try to go and get this. That That's like, no. And God is like, no, I will provide for you if you will pause and just listen to me. If you'll pause and listen, there's, there, the seeking the kingdom, looks. it just looks different. And so we're overworked. And so then in seasons like this, the enemy will try to make you think you're losing your mind because you've been used to a level of productiveness that ain't even God. God said, I ain't never called. I ain't never called you to take care of yourself. I ain't never say you you were your provider i never told you that he said i'm jehovah jireh i'm the one that provides for you and so you got to understand what my provision looks like for you in every season because in every remember ecclesiastes solomon says it's a time and a season for everything you got to understand what provision looks for you in every season remember when elijah was by the brook the ravens brought him what he need remember when he went into the city and he was starving and the lord had the widow woman in place and said bake a cake y'all better get the revelation out of this and he said bake a cake when he told her the widow woman to bake a cake and the widow woman when when the widow woman baked the cake <laughs> right he got what he need and she got a supply that would last her a lifetime he she went to work but she baked the cake he didn't tell her to go get no ox no lamb he did say clean it um clean all her house and all this other stuff he said bake me a cake he took what she had and and multiply same with the widow with the oil he took what she had multiplied and increased it and the multiplication and increase came because out of her obedience to the spirit of the Lord God never meant for you to be overworked overtaxed he meant for you to be a balance everything. you're supposed to have balance in everything balancing everything for those of you that are called to entrepreneurship it's still balancing everything I am learning to balance my life I didn't have that balance all the way I didn't have I didn't have this balance I didn't I operated so outside God's will for my life it was compromising me It was compromising my relationships. It was compromising my health. It was compromising my creativity. And it was standing in the way of God blessing me. It was standing in the way of God blessing me. It was. Like, it was. My God, we're going to be out of time. I didn't even get to go into the direction that I wanted to go in today. I want to talk to you about justification because that's what we're getting ready to get in. But I know if we had to press into that, the Holy Spirit needed to see that. So give yourself some rest. Understand what it means to be by the streams of water, Psalm 23. And seek ye first the kingdom. Let me seek the kingdom. If anything that I'm doing is interfering with me seeking seeking the kingdom, I'm probably out of the order of God. I'm probably out of the order of God. I promise. I'm probably out of God's order. And if I'm not doing what God told me to do, if I'm far fetched somewhere else, making up something for myself, I'm out of the order of God. And when I get in His order, divine things will begin to happen. He cannot say seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Uh, that scripture keeps coming up. Can we go to Matt? Can we go to Matthew 6:33 real quick? And then I'm gonna get into this tomorrow. I'm gonna get into Romans. We're gonna talk about being justified. We needed to hear this, I guess, this morning. We need to make sure we resting. Let's go into Matthew 6:33. I'm gonna do the Amplified, but I wanna back it up a little bit, right? And can I tell you what this come on now? Can I tell you what this says in my Amplified Bible? What they titled this verse. This is called the cure for anxiety. Come on, Lord. This is God is showing out today. This is called this is called the cure for anxiety it says therefore i tell you stop being worried or anxious perpetually uneasy (laughs) <laughs> i love it. you better put a pen in this i hope you got your pen in this i hope you got your pen to this it says therefore i said stop being worried that or anxious perpetually uneasy distracted so when we worry we uneasy and we distracted we uneasy i had to look up words i don't i can't i can't just come to the scripture and not look up the word right i i cannot let me look up the word perpetually, uh, in a way that never ends or changes. Let me write that in my notes. I have to write stuff down. In a way that never ends or changes, right? Perpetually uneasy, right? If so, if we perpetually uneasy and distracted, we are constantly uneasy and constantly distracted. And that's what it means when we are anxious, My God, my God. So therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy, right? Perpetually uneasy in a way that is continuous, always uneasy, always distracted, right? So we always uneasy. Uneasy is causing physical or mental discomfort. So if we go back to the word, we are in a constant state of physical and mental discomfort. Comfort. God said what? Can we skip over there and say what Timothy said? God did not give us a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind, a well-balanced mind. So if I am in a constant state, perpetually of uneasy, which means I'm in constant state of physical or mental discomfort, then that does not come from God. That's coming from somewhere else. The next part in the Amplified says and distracted. And distracted means I'm unable to concentrate because my mind is preoccupied with whatever the physical or uncomfortable situation is. My God. My God, my God. And so if he's saying this is the cure for your anxiety about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear, is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Hold on. Hold on. My God, I thank you for this. I thank you for Rainbow Word. I thank you for Fresh Word. Let me scoop scoot over to Luke 12, uh, 22. Um... And 31, Jesus said to, to his disciples, for this reason I tell you, do not worry about your life as to what you will eat. It's the same reference scripture. So I look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap. Here's the next part. If you sow seed, if you sow, now if you don't sow seed, I'm just, I'm just telling you there's some kingdom principles in this. But it says they neither sow or reap right the harvest, that nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your fatherly, heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not much worth much more than they? So every time you see a bird, you should be saying to yourself, "For those of y'all that are anxious, I am more to I am more than that bird. I am more than that bird. If God provides for that bird, you think that God is not going to provide for Lakeisha?" God provides for that bird. That bird is eating. That bird is eating well. That bird ain't missed the meal. People, my grandmother used to feed the bird. She used to throw bread out all the time. We throw our bread outside. So if God takes care of that bird, you think he's not getting ready to take care of you, right? So he says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap the harvest nor gather the crops. They not sowing. They not reaping. They not getting, but they still getting taken care of, which lets you know he runs. He reigns on the just and unjust. And it says, of who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? Every minute we, I'm not going to say y'all, we, every minute we spend worrying. We are not adding an hour to our life. We are in a perpetual state of uneasiness. We are in a perpetual state of uneasiness, a perpetual state, perpetual state of uneasy, a perpetual state of madness. Come on now, right? And it says, and who of you by wearing can add one hour to the length of your life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wild flowers of the field grow. They do not labor, not do not spin, or to make clothes. So let me share you a little bit of my testimony. My boys, we were getting ready for school. Uh, For those of you who are new to the devotional and don't know, I am in ministry full-time. I left my full-time teaching position for me to be able to go and serve kingdom. God called me into ministry full-time. It was not the easiest decision to make, but he, it was the second time, the third time he had spoken it to me. And I knew if I didn't go this time, it was going to probably be ugly. Just I'm just going to be honest. I tell people all the time I'm, I'm under house arrest. I left my full-time teaching position to go into ministry full-time because that's what God said to me. So it had to leave me in a place of trusting him. I remember this year as the boys were preparing for school, I knew what my finances look like. I had been honoring God. I made a decision to get out of debt. I had been taking, I have been taking my money and stewarding over everything. God was telling me where to sow. And it got close to time for school. And I remember where I was. I was standing back there. I was getting ready to set my alarm. And I looked at my, I looked up to heaven and I told God, I said, if you're placing them in this school, if you're the person to provide for us, then I need you to provide for us. I promise you, a few days later, it started happening like clockwork. I was with my mom somewhere. She was like, let me buy them some clothes for school. One of my friends called and said, what do you need for them from school? Another friend called and said, I'm gonna pay for their tennis shoes for school. Somebody else called and said, what else do they need? And they paid for their school supplies. I stood still on the word of God and he literally supplied every need i didn't have to charge anything i didn't have to beg for anything. I didn't have to manipulate anything. I stood still on the word of God. And he took care of absolutely everything for them in school. So if he is this kind of God, but it's because I sought the kingdom for their needs, not me. And I have been in a season where I thought I was the person to provide for my kids. And I didn't want my kids to go without anything. I don't want them to miss anything. I don't know. You know what my kids have learned to do in our season of obeying God? They've learned to trust. God. They've learned to pray to God. They've learned to hear from God for themselves. They've seen the power of God in our lives because we are seeking the kingdom. So when I seek the kingdom, he liberally supplies. I'm going to have to wrap this up when I seek the kingdom, he liberally supplies. So we don't, he says, says, yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. Solomon, you got to go to first Kings 10, four and seven. Solomon was well-dressed. Like Solomon was well-dressed. Solomon was well taken care of. He said, not even what Solomon had. And Solomon was rich because he asked God for wisdom. God said, what do you want? He said, I want wisdom. And the wisdom gave him everything else. And so Hey, again, he sought the kingdom, right? And so Solomon, he said, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? Will he not much more clothe you? And then I love what he says, because in my version, in the NLT version, he said, why are you acting like the pagans, those that don't believe God, right? Those that don't believe God, why are you acting like the pagans? Why are you running around? Why are you overworked? Why are you consumed? Why are you not trusting me to provide for you? Why are you not asking me for the answers? Why are you not? Why? He says, and he comes in and he says, you of little faith. He says, therefore, do not worry or be anxious. Again, perpetually uneasy and distracted. Perpetually uneasy and distracted. Unable to concentrate. right? Unable to concentrate because I'm concentrating on the wrong things. Unable to concentrate because I'm so busy. I'm not able to concentrate because I'm so busy trying to provide for myself. I'm not able to focus because I'm so busy trying to work this situation out. I'm not, and I'm just telling you, he's like, no, I'm looking. I'm trying to provide every last one of your needs. I'm trying to take care of your needs. I'm trying to multiply. So he says, what are we, and he says, what are you, he says, so therefore do not worry or be anxious, perpetually easy, undistracted, saying, what are you going to eat? Let me give you another testimony. I remember a time I didn't have food in my house. There have been things that have happened on in this house that God has told me don't speak a word. He has told me don't tell, there has been some strange scenes in this house before he has told me do not speak a word like do not say absolutely anything I remember there was little to no food in my refrigerator I could not say anything he told me to trust him to believe him we were eating I remember My grandmother had died. So this had to be just a couple of years ago. I remember my grandmother had died. And I remember I was just laying in the house and I thanked the Lord. And I said, Lord, you will liberally supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. Like just trusting him with the word. My mother called me and she said, hey, we have so much Food Over here We have so much food over here Like we have so much food Like will you come get this food Because I, I don't want this food to go to waste It was drinks It was canned goods It was food I went and got all the food from her I put it in our refrigerator We had food for the week Before that food ended for the week The Lord sent somebody our way to take care of groceries It's humble It's humility It's humble You're talking about I taught with a salary That was above my expectations I was out of debt I was in a different place right like you talk, you're talking about going from being able to write your own checks being able to write your own groceries to a position in a place that you really got to liberally let God supply all your needs like you really got to liberally supply you got to humble yourself before the mighty hand of God like you got to humble yourself you got to trust your God in the season right liberally supplying liberally supplying our need being in a position right being in a position for God to to even be able to supply your needs and i had to sit and wait on him was it humble yeah was it hard to not see i remember these two little boys looking in the refrigerator and i could see worry on their face but they never said anything because they knew how god would take care of us right and we and they wouldn't they didn't even complain they didn't complain if it was a little or whatever they didn't have all these snacks they did not say a word right come on Meredith, come on, that's somebody' testimony, Meredith just said she prayed for her husband, and then she patiently waited, and so he's saying, therefore, do not worry, do not be perpetually uneasy and distracted, saying, what are we going to eat, or what are we going to drink, or what are we going to wear, for the pagan, right, those that, the pagan, those that don't believe, those that don't trust God, right, eagerly, Gentiles eagerly seek all those things, but do not worry, for your heavenly father knows that you need them, but first and most important, importantly, seek. So let me tell you what it means to seek, right? Let me tell you what it means to seek. When we seek, we aim, right? We aim. That's what my Bible says. We're aiming for the things of God. When we aim, we direct our course specifically. We point at a weapon. We point a weapon at an object. Our prayer, our praise is the weapon that we're pointing towards this situation. We're aiming our prayers towards heaven, towards God, because he was the only person created to meet our needs. He was the only person created to meet our needs. Not no else right when we trust in somebody else they'll fail us and so he's sitting there he's saying he's saying, look he said what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear you don't have to wear so we're going to seek ye first we're going to aim we're going to aim at his kingdom we're going to focus towards his kingdom we're going to strive the next word is strive so what does it mean for us to strive why what are we striving for strive is an attempt a try an endeavor right? We're going to make an effort to focus on the kingdom. You might not be perfect at it. You might fall. Get your butt back up. Get your butt back up. You may fall, you may not do it right. You may get a little worried. You might use a, a credit card. You may operate, operate outside. Get your butt back up. Strive is not making you perfect, but you're striving for it. You're turning your affection towards God. When you get off of it, get your butt back up and get back on it. When you know you're operating outside of kingdom, Get your butt back up when you don't know if you're operating out of the kingdom. Humble yourself before the mighty God. Lord, show me the things in my life that doesn't... And be quiet and let him show you and be okay. And when the word comes through the woman or the man of God, take notes and ask the Holy Spirit, how do I apply this to my life? So... So it's so said, first of all, importantly, seek aim, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, right? And we're going to study more. We've studied on right living. The righteousness of God comes through Christ Jesus. You cannot earn it. You cannot work at it. So if I can't learn and work at my righteousness, why am I working myself to death in all these other places and these other things? I told my son, Josiah, he likes his grades to be perfect. And I said to him, I said, I'm not going to let your grades, I don't, I want you to focus on your grades being so perfect because if you focus on your grades being so perfect, then you're doing all the work, and God had gave him the revelation. Then favor doesn't go before you if it's all about your grades. Good grades are good. Good grades are good, but if we focus on your grades, favor can't go before you. Favor can't move on your behalf. We, we ain't finna spend a whole lot of time. I want you to get good grades because you got a spirit of excellence or a standard of excellence, but I want you to rest on favor more than you do your good grades. I want you to know favor is what's going to carry you. Favor is what's going to open the doors. Favor is what's going to provide you an opportunity. So I'm cool with your good grades. I want you to work in the spirit of excellence because you're a kingdom kid. You should, but favor needs to go before you. You need to know that when it happens and what, what happens and what manifests, it's because the favor of God was working on your life. You, the favor of God, like the favor of God was working on your life. It was not, it had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do with you. Every miracle, everything, this couch that I'm sitting on had nothing to do with Lakeisha. Just my faith, besides my faith extended for the impossible. You got to understand when I moved to this apartment, I had nothing I left the house. I had nothing. I increased what I was paying monthly. I had nothing, but I heard the sound of God and he said, go. And I sat on my floor and I invited my friends over on my floor. I'm just being for real. My friends would come. I had no furniture, but a kitchen table and eat and hang out with me. And there was no shame in me because I was at the place where I had nothing left. I had nothing left. It wasn't no sense in me being ashamed. It wasn't no sense. I was following God was following God I was seeking first the kingdom so when you see it it says so so his way of doing and being right the attitude and character of God and all these things will be given unto you he said if you seek his way of doing things and right and the attitude the attitude of God is not our attitude the attitude of God looks different. The attitude of God smells different. The aroma of God looks, the attitude of God is his arrangement of how he does things. That's what it means when we talk about the attitude of God. It's his arrangement. It's how he does it. It's in his own timing, baby. It's in his own timing. It's his way. It's by his nature. It's by his character. It's not through manipulation. It's not. It's not. It's through his character. It's by his uh, uh, nature. It's in his posture. It's in his stance. It's through his court. It's because he's supreme ruler. He is God. He is king over everything. He is king over everything. So in the attitude and the character of God, that's why, you know, I've been dropping the names of God. That's why you got to understand the character of God. You got to understand why you justify. You got to understand his justice. You gotta understand who he is. You gotta understand that your prayers are getting to him. You gotta understand his time and you gotta understand. He said, For my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I, I elevate your thinking, elevate your mind, elevate your thought process. I love you more than you can imagine. I love you that more than the man you lay next to. I love you more than the kids you gave birth to. I love you more than your mom and daddy. I love you infinitely. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he says, he said, and all these things will be given to you also. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble for its own. Each day has enough trouble. So stop overworking yourself. Stop, stop. Stop overworking yourself. Stop being consumed by this. My God, man's thinking of you. God tells you to lay low, lay low. If he tells you to press, press, but stop overworking yourself. God did never cause you to overwork yourself. When he say rest, you better learn how to rest. Accept your kingdom assignment and keep moving and stop thinking you're not doing enough. When you're in kingdom, you're doing just enough. You need to do just you need to do just enough. When you're doing kingdom, you're doing just enough. My God I promise you are I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if somebody's got you lazy. I don't care if somebody tell you you ain't got no job. I always tell people I ain't got no job. (laughs) I ain't got no job. But my job is kingdom. I'm employed by the great CEO. I'm I'm employed by the great CEOs. So stop worried about people, what people are thinking and take your rest in God. Girl, you've been tired for too long. You've been overwhelmed for too long. You've been consumed. You don't know how to work kingdom. Kingdom works differently. This man's system's got, job is to tire you out so you won't fulfill your purpose, so you won't walk in your assignment, so you'll trust yourself more than you trust God. That's the assignment. That's the intention of the enemy. He wants you puck plucker, tired out, overwhelmed, and consumed, making you think this is what God called. God said, no, I called you to take your rest. I, and when I take your rest in me, it looks so much different. It looks so, so much different. Is it a sacrifice? Yep. But is it beneficial? I promise. I promise you. I am your testimony that He will liberally supply every last one of your needs according to His riches and glory. <laughs> when, I, I promise. I, I, I cannot lie. It is not lie. It is not lie. Can I tell you something? Go listen to the song Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds when you get a chance. You will find yourself that you have been repeating the same cycles. And you didn't even know it because each time you changed job or you did something different, it looked different. But it's been the same cycles. It's been the same mess. It's just been colored a little bit differently. It just looks a little different. God did never mean for you to be worn out. God didn't never mean for you to not be able to tend to your family. That is a misconception. He didn't mean, he didn't, he didn't, he's not going to have you working where you can't be in the relationships you need. So can I ask you, just throw your hands up, Lord God, supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. I render myself useless where you're concerned. Father God, lead me in this next season. Do not let me be wise in my own eyes. My God, I want to fear you. Fear the Lord and shun the very presence of evil. You did not cause me to be busy. Busy under Satan's yoke. My God, you are my provider. You are my truth. I am to be anxious for absolutely nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, trusting you and receiving your peace from my circumstance and my situation. I need more word. I'm going to be honest, daddy. So show me how to spend time in your word. I need more of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be honest, daddy. So show me how to bask in the Holy Spirit and Jesus, I need your comfort. So give me peace in every season so that I don't continue to try to trust myself. And I will trust God. I'm going to wait on you, daddy. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to move ahead. Meredith gave her testimony about waiting on her husband. I'm not going to move ahead. I'm going to wait on my finances. I'm going to wait on my children. I'm going to be like the father to the prodigal son. I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be expecting that every prayer request got answered. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait. I'm going to trust you in my seasons for there is a time and season for everything. I'm going to rest in the promise that you will not leave me or forsake me. I'm going to quiet my mind down. I'm going to, I'm going to spend time at the altar so I can receive Lord God, fill my cup. Daddy be with me in my going in and my going out. My God, I thank you for the wisdom for your people. Now, I have one more thing. Lord God, if there is anybody who has not received Christ as Lord and Savior, for you to walk in this, you need my Jesus. Can I tell you something for you to walk in this? You need my Jesus. You need my Jesus. And I'm going to talk to you about how you get led. And I'm going to talk to you about the justice of God. And I'm going to talk to you about the courts of heaven. And I'm going to talk to you about how good God is. But I need you to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I need you to make this the decision that, you know what, I don't want to be without God. I don't want to be, I need you, Jesus. I need you. I'm a sinner. I've been rogue for too long. And I don't need to be rogue anymore. I need to accept you. So all I got to do, I'm, I'm it. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm a sinner. And then I'm going to believe you died on the cross for a sinner like me. And I'm confessing today you are Lord and Savior over my life. And then I'm gonna allow the Holy Spirit to come in and lead me into a deeper relationship with Christ. <laughs> Never did a deeper, deeper relationship with Christ. I promise, I am. I'm gonna a deeper relationship with Christ. My God, God is leading you to a place and a depth in Him you cannot imagine. Whoo! This was a Holy Ghost, or I, ain't had, I'm not. God is. Can I, Can you hear me on this before we go? God is leading you into a deeper place in Him that you cannot imagine. He is trying to overwhelm you with His truth so that you can live your very best life possible. He does not want you stressed out. He does not want you overwhelmed. He does not want you consumed. He wants you to get all the benefits of your righteousness. The devil has been lying to you for so long, thinking you were not worthy, thinking you making you think it was impossible, making you think that God didn't love you enough. God loves you so much. He loves you so much that he sent me (laughs) to tell you that he sent me to tell you that I want to supply all your needs according to your riches. My riches and glory. You don't have enough for what he needs to do for you. You don't have enough for what he needs to cause for you. Favor will come to you when you get out of the way. Wealth and riches will come in your hand. Property will come in your hand. I felt the release for property. God will order your steps. Divine impartation. He is enough for all that you need. You've just been trying to trust yourself for too long. So make a decision today. I'm, Daddy God, I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna take another level, I'm gonna take another step, I'm gonna spend more time with you, I'm gonna take my rest to enter in the rest of God means I trust you to supply and not me. Girl, you overworked, boy. You overworked, you've been working, working too much, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, fourteen. You don't you overworked. You tired, you've run out, you've run amok. It's over for that season. God is trying to supply your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I am out of time, I'm way out of time. I love y'all so much. But more than anything, God loves you. Hear me on this. Hear me on this. Do not resist. God is trying to pull you into a deeper relationship with him. That's why some of y'all have been having to come out of relationships that did not line up with godly order. I promise. That's why those relationships have just ended automatically, and you didn't even know what happened. You didn't even have to put anything right. Like you had to put that. Mm-mm. God has been trying to pull you out of relationships that did not align up with godly order. He was like, "That does not line up with my order. That is not for them. That's not what I have for them." So He snatched those relationships. You were trying to figure out where that person go. Why they stopped calling? Why they stopped texting? Why I ain't heard from them? Why we ain't hanging out no more? Why I ain't even? It's been this. this season you ain't even they ain't even checked on you to see if you didn't ate if you okay if you good if they need to pray for you relationships ending abruptly are a sign that god has something better for you let them go let them go let them run don't don't text them don't try to figure out don't try to engage don't don't try to call don't try to need closure let them go because i promise you i promise you he's gonna do something else i gotta go Holy City, I gotta go. Yes, sir. I gotta go. I love y'all. I love you so much. I love you. 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 Consider, consider, consider all things. Go to the website. Subscribe to the Daily Devotional. Consider becoming a ministry partner, right? We are trying to get the gospel throughout the world. Consider partnership. If this ministry is a blessing to you, consider it. Look at our programs, Feed the Streets, and all that we have. We love you so much. I love you so much. My ministry team is praying for you. We love 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 you. But God loves you more. So do me a favor. Go be loved today go be a love today go be the expression of God's love in this earth and I'll see y'all back in the morning at 5 a.m love peace thank you for tuning into our podcast if you would like more information about LMJ Ministries log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today